The Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Will Jacobs. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. Uh, right back at you with another episode. We're missing Jason this week. Jason's working. Jason's working. He's so working, he, trying he, to make a living. He prioritized... Making a living over us. He did. Can't blame uh, him, I guess. Uh, well, you maybe you can't, but I feel some <laughs> type of way. But uh, we, we have a very special guest, though. We, we have a very special guest this week. Uh, we have Cherie Childs Buchanan. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. She is the founder of, amongst a bunch of other accolades, <laughs> uh, the way we met was she's the founder of the Kenan Thompson Ultimate comedy experience that's right yes. yes yes which is back in charlotte for how many years has third year in a row the third year has been in charlotte yep yeah so so welcome first of all thank you yeah. thanks will yes absolutely i i, I couldn't because we talked last time you you were when, when i was in the competition mm-hmm. about doing a podcast and we never got the opportunity to do it <laughs> mostly because i didn't call that was a lot of why. Mostly, yeah. Right, because you live in Atlanta, right? I do, but we were going to try it and do the podcast when we were in New York, when you came in That's for the right. grand and finale, then, but we just ran out of time. We ran out of time. Yeah, so so we, we finally made it happen. Yes. So I'm so excited about this. I drove I, in for this. Yes. I, you know what? And, and Brian was just amazed by that. that. Yeah. That, you drove in from Atlanta just for this. I did. That's that's amazing. It's me. so special that you, yeah. I almost, she's a hall of famer. I'm, Usually, it takes somebody four visits. That's, 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 no, she's that's a first ballot, yeah. first visit hall yeah. of fame. Yay! Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Makes me wish the show was better. Honestly, <laughs> because, because that's a that's that's commitment. Is what you guys are fun. This is well, we know our thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners. I haven't yes. checked the numbers yet. Uh, but that, that is accurate. Many, uh, many. Yes. Um, so uh, we, but we are so excited to have you here. So many things I want to talk to you about. First of all, uh, your background for the listeners. You know that they're not familiar with you. Um, just sort of your professional background and how you got into this. Well. I have been a licensed real estate professional for 23 years. Wow. Yeah, started young. Um, and I've always been what they call a promoter, I guess, because like even when I was a teenager, my friends and I would have birthday parties and uh, cheer competitions and, you know, poetry nights and just all type of events. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was really good at getting the word out there, marketing. And uh, so at the age of 22... When I got my license in real estate, I um, started meeting a lot of people. You know, my network started expanding, and um, I thought that's what I wanted to just, you know, focus on forever. Well, I moved to Atlanta. I'm from Chicago, South Side. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I grew up with like Common and everybody. Yeah. yeah but um, so um, I moved to Atlanta, my family, and I moved to Atlanta in 2007. And I was ready to take over, you know, real estate. Yes, I'm just going to, it's just going to be awesome. I 
got a, an, a firm on the 22nd floor overlooking Atlanta. I was just wow. ready. I was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know what happened in 2008, 2009. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the, the market bubble, yeah. crashed and, mm-hmm. you know, it just was not the same. And so most of us uh, started looking for supplemental income. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, that's exactly what I did. And I started, um, I got hired with a marketing firm and um, probably like two months in, I was, they were sending me um, every other week I was going to Houston to work with a production company in Houston. And I was working, two of my clients were production companies. One was in Houston, one was in Atlanta. And uh, my job was to help them get sponsors and advertising and things like that. Well, I went a little bit beyond that and I started tapping into my network and resources and helping them bring on, you know, celebrities and executives in the industry. And it was funny because they weren't you know, the two companies weren't related in any kind of way, but I was hearing the same thing from the executive producers and the directors mm. on both sides. Like, this is something you need to think about. Like, you're really good at this. And, mm. you know, you you have a personality where maybe you should, you know, start doing your own show. Well, mm. at the time, it was like, you know, at the beginning of YouTube and all of that. Well, not the beginning, but, you know, people weren't doing these podcasts and, mm-hmm. and you know, internet shows as much. So that's how it started. So I um, started going out and interviewing different people in different cities that I knew that were influencers and celebrities. And I met Keenan. oh gosh, it's, it was probably 15 years ago, mm. uh, through mutual friends. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I had met him, you know, once before and, you know, he was really nice and we really got along well. And um, so one of our mutual friends, again, shout out to Kimberly Johnson. Um, <laughs> she was like, hey, Cherie, I know you're going to do your, you know, I know you started your production company. I see you doing all of these things. You know, why don't I give Keenan a call and see if maybe you can come to SNL? And I was like, you think? She's like, well, let's just call him and ask him. And, you know, he's a great guy. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh, he's such a great guy. So, yeah. He's like, yes, come on, come on down, come to New York, hang out at the studio, get some inspiration. You know, hey, just come on and and do an interview with me. We'll do it backstage. You can watch the show. I was like, wow, (laughs) that was huge. So that was 2010. And um, so I did. I went to SNL. You know, I did an interview with Keenan. We still have the video for that. It was so fun. It It was so cute. And I was, you know, truly inspired by being in that building because I've been a fan of SNL since I was a kid, like, you know. Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo, uh, John Belushi. Oh, Oh my God. I mean, just all of them. You know, I grew up watching the show. And um, so to be in that studio and to watch it live, it was just amazing. And I I was just like, okay, you know, this is real A-list Hollywood. This is, I mean, you know, it was New York, but (laughs) still, you know, I'm like, you know, all the A-listers were there or whatever. So um, that was the first time I went. And it was was great. And I told Keenan, I said, you know... This inspired me so much. Like, just you bringing me here means the world to me. I'm not, you know, a comedian. I'm not an actor. But I really do want to become a really good producer. And But I think that there are some other comedians and actors that would truly benefit just from coming here and doing what I did. And he's like, yeah, that would be cool. I said, well, why don't we do something? I said, if I come up with, like, a competition and... You know, if I got a couple of, you know, comedians or actors together, like, could I bring them here and we can give them the same experience? He said, yes, let's do it. That sounds dope. I love it. And I was like, okay. You know, didn't even know what I was going to do, how I was going to do it. 
So I came back to SNL after I, you know, kind of gave him a write up on what I was thinking. I was like, hey, we can go to a few cities. You know, I've got a few people that, you know, work with me. We'll put this, we'll put these showcases together, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. So he's like, cool. I said, well, let me come back, you know, and we'll talk about it. We'll, you know, record like a little video to put out there or whatever. And um, let's see how it goes. He's like, cool. So I went back. This time when I went back, um, the first, the first person that I saw when I was walking through the hallway to go to Keenan's dressing room was Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just smiled. And, I mean, I was blown away because, I mean, Mork and Mindy, oh world gosh. according to Garp. Oh my my kids were watching Mrs. Doubtfire, like, you know, every morning with cereal. <laughs> like, he was, like, my favorite. And I knew he would be just as amazing in person as I thought he was, yeah. and he was. His smile just lit up the whole hallway. And he smiled at me, and I was looking around like, who's he smiling at as I'm walking towards him? And he's like, hey, how are you? And I said, I'm great. I said, oh, my God, I'm so happy to meet you. I was like, I mean, you're Robin Williams. And he laughed, and he's like, and you are? I said, Sheree. He said, oh, my God, you're Sheree. I'm so glad to meet you. <laughs> and it was it was so funny, and he just hugged me. He said, who are you here to see? And I said, Keenan. I said, he's my friend. He's like, oh, he's a great guy. He's like, I just love, love, love Keenan. He said, you're going to be here for the show. I said, yeah. He said, okay, I'll catch you later. I went on up to Keenan's dressing room, and I was like, Keenan, I just met Robin Williams. He's so awesome. And Keenan's like, oh, he's the best ever. He's like, isn't he just wonderful? Did you talk to him? I said, he talked to me. you know. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, that's how he is. He's like, yeah, he's really great. And I said, he told me he'll catch me later. He said, and he probably will. He's like, and you know what? Don't be afraid to talk to him. And I said, okay. Yeah. So we, you know, the show went on. Um, after it was over, I sure enough, I saw him in the hallway again, and uh, and he's like, "Did you like the show?" I said, "I loved it," and I just, you know, again, start telling him how I was a fan, my mom, my grandparents, my kids, and um, and he's like, "So what exactly, you know, what do you have going on?" He's like, I, "You just feel like you're cooking up something." <laughs> so I told him about wow. the Ultimate Comedy Experience, which at the t- at the time was called Road to NYC, and um, and he loved it. He was like, oh, my goodness, you're, you're going to do this for other comedians and you're going to bring them here and give them. He was like, do you know what that could do for some of these people? He's sick because seeing is believing. And this is like the biggest stage, you know, for comedy entertainment. Mm-hmm. And not many people get to come back here and meet people like me. He said, I love that. He said, promise me that when you guys come back and bring them back, You'll call me because I need to meet them. And I said, yes. So then he pulled me to the side and just, I mean, we talked for about 30 minutes. He gave me all of this information. He gave me contact information for him. He was like, this, what what you guys are doing is major and it comes from the heart. He said, I love your spirit. I love your energy. He grabbed me. He's like, come on, let's take a picture. And he told my friend, Kimberly Johnson, who was with me again, to take our picture. And if you see the picture... You see, he, he kind of did the nanu nanu thing. Like his his head was like touching my head. We both leaned in and we, our heads are touching, and we were we were smiling. And um, you know, like I said, he gave me the best advice. He's like, go for this. Don't ever give up. Like this will never get old. Like helping people, giving this opportunity. And he told Keenan the same thing. And um. I just, right then, I knew, I was like, oh, I'm going straight to the top. Like, this is going to be <laughs> awesome. It. It's going to be huge, you know, and um, that was that was a big thing. Um, I'm going to fast forward a little bit to the after party. 
So the VIP after party, I went there mm. that night. And um, so I had the best conversation with Ben Stiller. Wow. He was awesome. You know, Keenan introduced me to him and he just took me over over there and started talking. And he's like, did you meet Robert? Did you meet Robert yet, Rob? And I was like, not yet. He took me over to Robert De Niro. And I sat over there with Robert De Niro and his wife. And what? Yes. You know, and, and she like was a, dr- a, a it, dream. It, a movie. It, it was really a dream. I, there were so many other people I can name that was that were there that night, but these were the main ones. And and this is exactly who Keenan took me over to talk to, and they embraced me. Yeah, and wow. and Robert De Niro did the same thing. You know, I was just telling them that I was Keenan's friend, but we were you know going to start this new series and these showcases and he loved it too he's like oh that's great you know you know he doesn't talk as much as robin williams did right. but he talked you know a lot and he asked invited me to sit over there and talk with he and his wife and um i did talk with him and his wife uh for a while i sat there and talked to her wow. and i talked to them and we talked about marriage and family and it was just awesome. I left there. I was I was like in tears. It was it was just an I amazing. Just, I mean, just listening to it, I yeah. can't even imagine yeah. what that experience must have been like. And it was so crazy because Keenan was like, you know, over at his table and like left me to talk to everyone. And then when I came <laughs> back to the table, he's like, "Yeah, pretty dope, huh?" I was like, "Yes." I said, "You live this every day." He's like, "Yeah," because I'm even wondering, like, why aren't you over here talking to everyone? Yeah. He's like, "I see them all the time." It's all the time you know, this was for you, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Wow. So yeah. So you and Keenan, then I mean, just after a couple conversations, y'all established some sort of friendship, like pretty quickly. Then. Yeah. Well, we were like I said. The cool thing is, we were friends. I mean, we have mutual friends. Yeah. And so I met him before. Mm-hmm. So when we came back to this, we did. We immediately like connected on a business level and a friendship level, and it caused us to to you know to keep in touch, of yeah. course. So yeah. Wow. So then, so then, what would you say? Because um, of course, we're gonna talk you know more about the competition, but mm-hmm. just generally, um, what would you say is the competition's importance? Oh my gosh. You know. I think the coolest thing about this series is we don't like to call it a competition. We don't even really want to call it. We, we, we like to call it a showcase, right. um, even though it is a competition. Because yeah. um, some, some people ain't going. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> no, it, it's true. And we wish we could take them all. Yeah. But the reason we even renamed it the ultimate comedy experience, and you know this yourself, every show that we do in every city, we... You know, we have the best, in my opinion, and several other people's opinions, we have the best comedians in those cities mm-hmm. that come out and showcase their talent. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them have already done television shows and, you know, they're, you know, selling out shows across the country, mm-hmm. but they've never had that experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we have our VIP guest judges and we have special guests. So in every city, we bring out, you know, the who's who, um, p- producers, Agents, you know, um, influencers, celebrities, so they can. Well, you know, I don't mean to interrupt, but let me let me back up for a second okay. for for the listeners because you say people that have that experience. For the people listening that aren't familiar, okay. what are all the things that come with? I don't call it winning because it's not a competition, but being selected 
to go to New York? What What are all the things that come with that for people listening? You know. I mean, listen. I, <laughs> you had the experience. Sheree, I've talked about it on 10 different episodes, but I want people to believe no. it. So oh. <laughs> we had a blast, though, so did we, Will? Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. It was amazing. I know. It, it was amazing. Um, I, I just, because I talk about it so much, and I've talked about it so many times. What? <laughs> no, I, I'm not familiar at all. Ryan, you've never heard the story? <laughs> Sheree, basically, I came back and became Kanye West. I just <laughs> did. Kanye, yeah, that's that's fair. You couldn't tell me nothing after I came back. No, right? it was it, it was we. That's why we're in a bigger studio now. I needed because, a bigger studio. Yeah. I bet you did to fit that like, head in there. Look, I, I'm a Keenan winner. I I, I yes. need a bigger studio. So you know, it's funny that you even say Kanye West because mm -hmm. I went to SNL when um, Eddie Murphy hosted. You know, stop it. You know Just my in BF. December? You know my BFF Keenan had to make what? sure I was there. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I was there. I stayed for Sheree. the dress rehearsal, the full show. We were all backstage what? hanging out. The after party was amazing. I mean, you saw everyone that was there, but you didn't see that. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian were there too. No. They were there. What? They were there. We were all backstage. They came to support and see the show. Like they sat in the audience like fans. I mean, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't think anybody anyone, watching knew they, they were there. I, they, you know what the cool thing about them was? I don't think they even tried to let people know they were there. They, they were there to support the show. And I really respected that. Yeah. You know, even even seeing it was so many people backstage. Like I said, uh Spike Lee was back there. Stop it. He, oh my serious? gosh, Spike Lee was there. Um Donald Glover, he he came back. He was there. You saw Dave Chappelle and Tracy yeah. Morgan and um Chris Rock, of course. Um, oh my gosh. Oh gosh, who else was there? Oh, don't let me forget. Usher. Um, <laughs> what? Um, oh gosh, who else was there? It was, it was, it was just, it was a sea of people. So many people, I could so many for people. Eddie's. Oh my gosh, and it was, it was great. The energy was amazing. There was no paparazzi, of course, backstage. So, like I said, um, you know, even when you saw Kim and Kanye West, they were just like hanging out like everyone else. You know, I wanted to take my picture out and just snap away, <laughs> take my phone out. And Keenan said later, like, why didn't you take pictures? But, you know, no one else was doing that. You know, everybody yeah, was kind of somebody, right? Yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm somebody like too. I'm here, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, that is amazing. I just remember watching that. And then that moment where they're all on stage. Oh, my God. And it's Chappelle, oh it's Tracy gosh. Morgan, it's Keenan, it's Eddie, it's Chris Rock. Yes. I mean, just like, I mean, that was it just was what a epic. moment. And it you were there. There. What Backstage, was the energy in the building like for this? Oh, my gosh. Amazing. So, again, this, the studio was just like, it was on fire. You know, first of all, it was the holiday season. You know, Rockefeller Plaza was all lit up with a big, beautiful tree. And everyone outside wished that they were going inside. So it was funny because, <laughs> I'll tell you a story. My hotel, I ended up walking from the hotel and I had on like high heel shoes and my pants were kind of long, but I had to wear sneakers. Mm -hmm. So I had, I was carrying my pants in my, in my hands. Like <laughs> it was weird the way I had to walk. So I'm running because the, the lift driver, basically I tried to take a lift mm -hmm. and it couldn't get close enough to Just, the, you know, to, to the studio. So yeah. I had to walk the rest of the way. So as I'm walking and running, you know, people were teasing me like, where are you going? I'm like, to SNL. I'm like, can we go? You know, it was, it was just, the, the energy was crazy. And then when you, you know, when you entered uh, the NBC studio, the, you know, the building, you felt the energy. And there were people that 
like saw me going in to get my badge and they were like, oh my God, you're going, oh my God, you know, and it was just crazy. And then when you got upstairs, the energy was crazy. And so how many, how many at this point, how many episodes of SNL would you say you've been to? Um, even if you had to ballpark it. 10, 12. Wow. So then this was different than, this had to be different than any other. It it, it, you know, and I don't want, oh my gosh, because I've seen, I've seen some really good ones and I've met some of my favorites there. Um, But that time with Robert De Niro and Robin Williams Mm -hmm. was, Robin Williams, like nothing tops that, I'm sorry. And, and, and I don't, I'm not even going to say because he's not here. And just to go back to that story a little bit, by the time we, started the series and everything i got the new you know during oh, we never yeah, got a chance passing to away exactly he passed away so how long after broke my heart your, your conversation with him did he pass away you know i wish i should google it to be exact yeah. um it wasn't it wasn't right after it wasn't so right after it was thank you brian yeah he's also our head of our research department we, i know <laughs> And this is embarrassing. I don't keep up with death. No, days, no, I, I understand that. I don't. Yeah, I like birthdays, not death. So he yeah. died August eleventh, twenty fourteen. Okay, which is longer so, ago than I thought it was. But, yeah, but not long yeah, after you launched yeah, the. Yeah, it wasn't then. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was longer. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So then, <clears throat> I mean, we've we've talked about just and and we never really got into everything that comes with okay, right, this right, competition. Right. So I I want people to hear from you because because <laughs> you, you put it together. I mean, this is. Yeah. This is your baby. Yeah, and it's evolving. Yeah. So let me just tell you, the very first time that we did this, we we paid. So okay, so we took two adult winners the first time, and of course we paid for their airfare, we paid for their hotel accommodations, and they, you know, they you guys stay at the W Times Square. <laughs> You know, I shouldn't even give them a shout out, oh. but yeah, W, you get our money every time. They give us a little discount, but they don't give us free rooms. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, amazing you know, But hotel. it's the perfect location, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, you know, you're staying at a, a really nice hotel in Times Square. Um, you'll go to, well, the winners go to SNL. They get to actually attend the show, sit in the audience and see all of that amazing work that takes place behind stage. Isn't it awesome the way that they change up the sets in like a matter of seconds? And they run. And they do. Like when the scenes, I didn't expect that. Right. So I'm sitting there and the scene finishes and Keenan and them are darting off stage. Because they have to be in costume and ready for the next one and you know, and it's a little minutes. smaller than I thought. I know. It's very intimate. It is intimate. Because on TV, it looks cool? like this big cavernous thing. It is. It is very small and intimate, it which is. which I think adds to the experience. It does. Yeah. It does. That's what I'm saying. It's, you know, not many mm-hmm. people who can experience it. But um, so, yes, yeah, so you go to the show and then the VIP after party, <gasps> which, you know, <sighs> everyone who's someone <sighs> is at that party. Amazing. It's it's really nice. Um, And then the next day. We have the grand finale show, um, which now it's at Caroline's. But it started when what we used to do is we would just book the winners to perform at a premier New York comedy club. Mm. So we would just book them to perform at another show there, and we would just like go and support it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we started inviting, you know, different people out to look at the talent. Hey, do you think you like them? Would you want to book them for something else? And um, but still, we would do that with 
another show that was already taking place. So it wasn't until 2017 that we started doing our own show at mm. Caroline's. How, yeah, how and, did y'all you call you got in contact with them with Caroline's? Yeah, and, okay. Yeah, when 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 Keenan and I decided, okay, you know what, we want to give this platform to more people. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can't just take you know eight to ten people, you know, to someone else's club and say, hey, this is your show. So we decided to do our own and we wanted to make it, you know, like I said, again, an even better experience. So, you know, we have the VIP reception before the show where you're eating really good food and, you know, having good good cocktails (laughs) and mixing, mingling, medias there. Like I said, again, different celebrities, um, executives in the industry, people are there and they're there to see the talent and meet the people that we're bringing because they're looking to network. They're looking for talent. We're, you know, some, I'm not going to say the names, but there have been a couple of network representatives that have come and they're like, this is so cool. You're doing our work for us, you know, because we're bringing, but that's the purpose. You know, that's the purpose. We want to give this platform to those who are looking to get to the next level who deserve it. That's why we can't just give it to everyone. Mm. And then we want them to, receive other opportunities after that. Mm -hmm. You know, we want it to stick in their mind so that, you know, I'm a big believer of the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And so we want them to see it, believe it, live it. So that even if, you know, you don't want to be on SNL or that, that part never happens. Experiencing that whole, um, lifestyle it almost it, it does right it made you kanye right it, it made until <laughs> he started talking about trump and then i wasn't kanye no more all right <laughs> well you know what that's a good place to take a break uh we, we you're gonna stay with us for the absolutely next fantastic we will be back with sheree charles buchanan uh after the break How many servings of fruits and vegetables should you be eating? This is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. The magic number is five. Three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruits have been connected to lower risk of certain cancers, stroke, and heart disease. Fruits and vegetables are a great source of essential vitamins and minerals in addition to plenty of fiber to maintain a healthy gut and reduce the risk of colon cancer. And they're high in vitamin C and potassium. If five servings seems like a lot, consider starting your daily vegetables with your first meal of the day. Snack on fruits and vegetables instead of whatever your current go-to snacks are. Use vegetables as the main ingredients in other dishes like baked goods and chili, and whenever you can, get fresh vegetables, especially in the summer when they are in season. This has been your 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. Welcome back to Comedy Zone Podcast. We are still here with our very special guest, Ms. Cherie Charles Buchanan. Yay. Uh, founder of the, that's the proper title, right? You founded this thing. Yeah. 
yeah, well, they say co-founder. creator. Creator. Yeah. Creator. Creator. Creator of. Co-creator, co-executive producer. Well, Keenan will say, I'm the creator (laughs) and the executive producer, but he's the executive producer, too. And we kind of created this together. So, yeah. (laughs) The (laughs) co-creator. My idea, but he helped me make it happen. Yeah. So then, then, uh, you know, we we were talking about the the experience and and what you did here before. Um, What was it? Because I know, you know, you talked about how you wanted to give comedians an opportunity to to have the same experience really that you had mm-hmm. going up there and what it did for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it about Keenan that made him go, yeah, I want to attach my name to this. I want this to be a thing for comedians because he's not necessarily a stand up comic. He's not. He's right. Not so what made it, what gave all. him that love for 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 stand up comedy to for him because he he bankrolls some of this mm-hmm. correct right oh uh, yeah I right right he bank <laughs> so Keenan Ke- right so he Keenan funds this we don't even have any you know um, sponsors or anything with Keenan this. Keenan pays and the time I for this. We, we work it out y'all y'all take care of this yeah. so y'all so 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 again you heard in the first segment we're talking about a stay at the W Hotel mm-hmm. in New York. Uh, flights, round everything round trip flights. Oh, don't forget the per diem. The per diem. Oh, we got a per diem. That's right. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, yeah. Some That's of y'all don't know what a per diem Latin. is. Yeah. But, it, <laughs> 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 but 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 no, we got we got a, a, a per diem, and then the event itself, and and the food, and all this stuff. What made Keenan want to go in and invest in that way in this? He's just really a great guy. He's when I told him what I wanted to do, It he did not hesitate to say, let's do it. Wh- whatever you need to do to make it happen, make it happen, you know, and let me know what I can do. And the first few years, I didn't bother him much at all. Like, I would just tell him, hey, we did this show. It was great. And I would send him pictures. And then, I'm, hey, okay, so we'll be there, you know, in New York soon. And, you know, we just kind of did it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't want to, like I said, put more on his plate. I fig- figured when we get to New York, I know he's going to lay out the red, red carpet. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, let him focus on that part. I'll do the tour. I'll make sure everything's good. And that's how we'll work it out. Um, after, you know, quite a few years of that, he wanted, he starts saying, hey, l- you know, let me be a little bit more involved. If you, you need me to come to a city or something, if I can, I will. Or if you need me to reach out to people to help out in those cities, you know, let me know and I'll, I'll make it happen. So I was like, okay, great, you know. Yeah. So um, like you said, what made him want to do this is just because I don't think it was a why. I think it was a why not, mm. you know. Mm. He, um, he has, I mean, you know, Keenan is like, they love him at SNL. They love him at that studio. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe that other cast members, they all get a couple of tickets per show, probably like two per show, so it's not a lot. So he works it out. Like when you guys came, I think it was three or four of you, and then mm-hmm. you know we did some stuff with the kids. So he works it out, you know, so that everyone, you know, has a seat to be able to attend the show. And then he has, you know, pretty good um, – 
I, I should say he can kind of do what he wants backstage, you know, with the dressing room situation and everything too. Mm-hmm. So like when you guys come backstage and take yeah. pictures and everything, it's easy for him to come walk you back there. You know, it's it's effortless as far as when you come to SNL. The the part that takes the most work and getting you to is SNL. getting you there <laughs> and us yeah. finding the people to bring to SNL. Mm. You know what I mean? The tour, setting up these showcases, making mm-hmm. each one, you know, better than the year before. Um, every venue is totally different. So, uh, you know, like I told you, some venues we go in and they have a full staff. They're working it out. They know what we want. They do it. Other venues, we have to kind of bring in our staff. You know, we have to, you know, put a lot of money up front for some of them. Some of them we work it out, you know, a, a little bit better. Um, but we're starting now that, you know, a lot of the venues are starting to welcome us and they want to partner up more and they want to do more to help because they're seeing what we're doing for the comedians that frequent their venues and they're hearing the stories from people like you, the mm-hmm. the winners or the chosen comedians, and they're hearing how well we take care of you. You know, there are a lot of, yeah. you know, things taking place, competitions, showcases that don't do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we've got a we've got a great reputation. We always do what we say what we say we're going to do. And you know, people appreciate that. Oh, there's there's no And question. it's important to Keenan integrity. He's a man of integrity and mm. I'm a woman of integrity. So it's very important to us that we, you know, do what we say we're going to do and we try to give the best experience. We want everyone to leave changed and in a better even if it's mindset mm-hmm. than when they came, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes total sense. Now, Brian, you had a question too. I don't want to ask your question. No, that's all right. When you're uh, so when you're selecting uh, the comics to perform, and I know that there's a process and everything you have to kind of apply. But what what a, a lot of comics need to know what they should do to get noticed in. A, a show like this. So, like, what are like what do you instruct the judges to look for, mm-hmm. and what do the comics need to know before they get on stage? So, our our talent producer is the awesome, beautiful, legendary Mary Lindsay. Yes, indeed. Shouts out to Mary <laughs> Lindsay. Shouts out to Mary. Oh Lindsay. my gosh, yes. she's amazing. She is amazing. If you don't know who Mary Lindsay <laughs> is, Google her. She's even yeah. got a documentary <laughs> about her. Yeah. She's uh, the comedy queen. She's uh, she used to own All Jokes Aside in Chicago and Jokes and Notes. Um, she's oh gosh, don't get me Mary, but I think like thirty years in the industry, she's or amazing. maybe even more. Um, she's very well respected by. I mean, some of the top comedians ever. Uh, was that you or... Oh, I think it was the year before hmm. you guys came uh, when Brent Blakeney from... Yeah, he from, was the year before me, right. the winner here. Mm-hmm. But they saw when we left the VIP after party when we were in New York and Chris Rock came out and he saw Mary Lindsay. He's like, Mary Lindsay! <laughs> and, you know, I mean, that's just how So how did y'all get with her? Though. How did she become a part of it all? Good question. So I met Mary Lindsay. Mary's from Chicago also. Mm-hmm. And as again, again, she used to own All Jokes Aside, which was like like the premier mm-hmm. comedy club and jokes and notes, premier comedy clubs in Chicago. And um, gosh, how long have I known Mary? It's probably been about 17 years. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to Mary by one of my other good friends, a childhood friend. His name is comedian Marlon Mitchell. Shout out to Marlon Mitchell. Shout out to Marlon. Yeah, Marlon is big in Chicago. He's mm-hmm. like, I mean, Damon Williams, um, oh wow. gosh, Lil Rail, uh, uh, oh gosh, they're gonna give me Dion Cole. I, I met all of them through 
through Marlon. Wow. You know, Marlon was was doing. He's still doing his thing in comedy. Shout out to Francis Cocktail Lounge in Chicago because he's running his parents' business, um, mm -hmm. which is you know a historic place in Chicago. But anyway, Marlon introduced me to Mary, and he's like, "Hey, you need to meet you know Mary Lindsay. She owns Jokes and Notes." And I said, "Yeah." He's like, "You might want to do some events there because I told you I was always kind of doing mm -hmm. promoting before I was producing." Mm -hmm. And I and I said, "Cool." So he took me over there, and I met Mary, and I you know, went to a show and I started going to uh, all uh, Jokes and Notes a lot. And um, she and I just, you know, became really cool. And I told her, I said, hey, one day I want to do a comedy show here. And she's like, let me know when. So we did our first uh, show at Jokes and Notes. Our very first Road to NYC, which is now the Ultimate Comedy Experience, was at Jokes and Notes. And uh, Laurel was one of the performers on that show, too. <laughs> really? He really was. Yep, wow. Got, yep, he was. And um, and several other Chicago comedians. So anyway, so I did it. You know, we did showcases in Chicago at Jokes and Notes for several years. Well, a few years ago, Mary decided that she wanted to retire. And she, you know, she closed Jokes and Notes. And... Um, I, you know, she's like, you know, she reached out and she's like, hey, I know you guys are still doing your, you know, um, your showcases. She's like, if you need my help or need some advice or whatever, just let me know. And I was like, cool, because we were friends at this point, too. So I did. I asked her for some, you know, help and some advice. And I was like, hey, how about you, you know, really come on board and be one mm. of the producers of the show? And she All was right. like, that's cool. I'm not doing anything else right now, you know, mm -hmm. and that would be fun for me. And um, of course, when I told Keenan about her and who she was, he was familiar with her too. And he was like, oh, that would be really awesome. So in 2017, mm -hmm. so she was kind of helping me along the way, you know, with the Chicago shows and even other cities. But in 2017, she officially became um, a part of our crew. So. Now, this, this is a great time to shout out all of the people that come together to make this thing happen. Yeah. Well, who were the names we have not mentioned? Because of Adrian. Yes, Adrian Lopez. I love you, Adrian. Yes, Adrian. Lo I love you too, Adrian. Yes. I had such a good time with her. I know. Yeah. So Adrian was, uh, Adrian worked for Nickelodeon for, I think, don't quote me on this, 15 years. And she was she was there when Keenan and Kel and Nick Cannon, Amanda Bynes, like th that era, like that was her. She was the one helping all of them you know, with their careers and, and doing the shows there. Um, and since, since then, she's worked with CNN and every, she's, she's producing some shows that are on television on major networks right now. I don't wow. know if she wants me to name them. But mm -hmm. so, yeah, Adrian Lopez is one of our other co-producers. I love Adrian. Um, behind the scenes, mm -hmm. we, have, uh, we have our camera crew. We have MQ, uh, who's our director of good photography. Brothers, man. I enjoyed our, I know. working with them I know. and my time with them. Real good I dudes. know. Yusuf, yeah. John, oh gosh, I can't name everyone in their in their crew, but that's that's them. Um, our social media team, um, Amelia, so, um, Amelia, Tanya, um, operations. Oh gosh, we have Sonia that helps out with our operations. Um, Sonia King. Um, uh, let's see, who else am I not shouting out that's like every day involved? Oh gosh, please don't get me, you guys. Well, that, you know what? Though, this, those are the main people. It's the main players. Yeah, everyone else is kind of like you know mm -hmm. we hire you know. Mm -hmm. So then, so then back, um, you know, because I don't want to miss what Brian oh, was yes. asking. Oh yes, I'm sorry. What, what no, are, I'm sorry. Yeah, what are y'all? You know, look <laughs> what are we for? looking for? Yeah. So that's where I, why I wanted to talk about Mary because yeah. Mary is the talent producer. Mm -hmm. She knows what to look for. Comedy mm -hmm. has been her life 
her whole life. She's helped some of the top comedians, like I said, everyone from Steve Harvey, you know, Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh gosh, I can't name you them. You said Lorel, but, Dion yeah, Cole, I yeah, mean, all these names. Exactly, and and these are people that you know. So, like I said, she's watched the best of the best from the beginning to where they are now. So she knows what to look for when someone submits, uh, sends a submission to us. It goes directly to. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to shout out, shout out Lindsay Jackson, our our production coordinator. She is amazing. She is making it happen. Tamika Pouncey, too, our executive assistant. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting. No, people. please, <laughs> as they come to. If you, you notice, we were, there are a lot of women. Yeah, and Keenan loves that. Yeah, yeah, we have a few men that work with us, but it's it's mostly well, women. Women are much so. more organized. I know we we get it done. We do. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it goes it goes to to Lindsay, mm -hmm. and then um, she sends everything over to Mary, and, and Mary gets the what, what they send us um, would be a two minute a one to two minute video of their performance, mm -hmm. and then Mary watches all of these videos. Yeah. She watches them wow. all. And usually she'll do a little bit of, you know, her work on them, you know, just to kind of see, because two minutes you're not getting it all. Um, mm -hmm. But she'll go and find out, find some of their other clips too. Oh, wow. And she'll watch them. And, you know, she looks for stage presence. She looks for, um, you know, good material. And, and the cool thing about Mary is she knows if someone's using someone else's material oh, she's because seen she, so much. she's seen so much. So she'll, she can kind of pick out if someone's, you know, yeah. kind of not, not original, if that makes right. sense. Inauthentic, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, um, so, um, they can, they, they can use profanity. You know, we don't really, um, tell them they can't, that it has to be a clean set, you know, um, it's really tough right now with comedy because people are so sensitive. So some material, you know, we do tell people try not to use so much offensive material because it could affect the, you know, what the judges yeah, say and the audience. The, the audience. Mm -hmm. And even though like in the beginning we did used to go with audience participation, the audience used to cheer for their favorite, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and it worked that way too. But, you know, sometimes some people might, be traveling from somewhere else. They don't have as much support in the room. Yeah, that so can be tough because somebody might was. have 50 people with them and, and they don't cheer and, and, over everything yeah, they say. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why we wanted to let the judges, you know, choose. So there are, oh gosh, like seven categories that the judges use. I don't know. Gosh, I should have had that. <laughs> but I know but it's, I, I gotta I know tell it's you like that. originality, stage, presence. Um, um, they can't go over the time because that'll that'll disqualify them immediately um yeah i can't remember exactly everything they're looking yeah. for but you know prior to you know you know if you say hey i would love to you know submit to be a part of this i would tell everyone to go for it you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah. because there's no like spe specific thing that that they're looking for it can come out in almost any comedian, if that makes sense. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but they'll they'll sense your confidence. I think it's you know that's not like written down there as mm -hmm. one of the uh, things they judge on, but you know it's it's noticeable. 
Yeah. You know, you have to be comfortable on stage in front of people. You have to, you know, do well under pressure. And there are a lot of comedians that are very funny. They they send us funny sets. I've seen them perform before, but then when they get on this stage, even not even the New York stage, the the you know, Where in the, the semifinals, stage, the, yeah. right? They they choke. You know, because yeah. it's so huge, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" And there I, is pressure. I mean, we're know. not calling it a competition, but yeah. ain't but one person going. Yeah. So you can call it not a competition, and not one person per city either. Right. Right. That's the other part is yeah. that you may. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because because how many cities? Sometimes you have what more cities than people to come up there. Oh, we do. Um, yeah. Yeah. We yeah yeah we usually do. So we we usually go to about seven cities. So a whole city could go three. over. Hmm? No. So you could have a whole city and nobody goes. Oh up yeah, to that New York. that happens. Wow. That happens. Wow. Yeah, it does happen, and um and and it's funny because we're starting to get so many requests to come to come to other cities. Like they're mm. like, well, can you do 10 cities this year? It's like, yeah, but still only two or three are going to come, you know, <laughs> it don't change the number. Right. Coming. Yeah. You know, cause it is, you know, it would just be overkill. Now this year it's a little bit different because, um, because, you know, we also have to give the New York comedians an opportunity. I didn't even think about that. Right. So you remember when you came, yeah, those, right. you guys won the trip, but there were some people that came from New York. We had our wild card mm-hmm. winners. So we do something online where it's called a wild car competition so even if you don't win on one of our stages and you live in a totally different city or state you Mm -hmm. can you know you can possibly win that performance opportunity yeah to come to new york and do that but of course that would you know they take care of their own expenses for Mm -hmm. that part yeah but um but like i said you know i just say you know just go for it i mean we have seen so many different people on that stage do such a variety of comedy, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. from sketch comedy to, um, we've even had a couple of people come in and do like improv mixed with it. We, I mean, it's really supposed to be, well, I'm not going to say supposed to be stand up because it is just comedy, but you know, we're, we have a, a great impressionist, you know, Matt friend who won last year and he's been just doing great, you know, and oh, that was yeah. like the first person, the first comedian we had that does a lot of impressions. But, mm-hmm. um, so he does a great Obama. Yeah. I remember he I know. Does Obama. His Trump is good too. Oh, he's, he's got yeah, a Trump. He's, I didn't know he had a Trump. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Brian. I wish I could give no, more that's spe- fine. That's a good specifics yeah. about mm-hmm. what we're looking for, but mm-hmm. you know, it's different because it's not like oh, this height, this weight, this you know, right, right. So, 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 so it's then comedy. It's, it's like just bring the funny. So then, for the comedians, because we have a Hard we have fun. a good number of comedians that listen to this podcast. Um, uh, so for if if I'm sitting at home and I'm listening to this and I say I want a, an opportunity at that what should they do do you call the comedy club do you no. reach out and send an email mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how how does the process logistically work good question please don't call the comedy clubs i mean if you do they'll direct you to us but if you're listening and you're interested you can send an email to us the email address is comedy at simplyc360.com. So comedy spelled out C-O-M-E-D-Y at simply, S-I-M-P-L-Y, the letter C like Charlie, 360.com. When you send that email, you'll get an automated reply that will give you some information about the showcases 
um, and what you would need to do if you're interested in participating. And then we take it from there. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, cause I wanted people to, to kind of hear uh, what they can do now in terms of the, mm -hmm. the competition and your vision for this, for this, what ultimately, like what's the mission statement? What do you hope to accomplish with the, the Kenan Thompson ultimate comedy experience? Like what, what is it you ultimately wanted to do for comedy? It's funny because, um, Keenan and I talk about his his favorite thing is every year he's like, we need to make the end game even stronger. Mm. And every year we've added a little something extra, you know, to it. Um, because, you know, we wish that we could like offer them a walk-on role on Bring the Funny, you know, or oh, offer yeah. the kids a walk-on role on on all that on Nickelodeon. You know, those are two of Keenan's shows. And, you know, might just happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, what we want to accomplish is, again, we want to, you know, instead of giving them, you know, going and do comp doing competitions and giving $500 or a $1,000 prize or, you know, something like that, we really want to change the mindset of those people who are really going for it to show them if you really go for it, you, this is the type of life you'll have. This is the type of experiences you'll have. You see what the next level of comedy is now. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. You know, people ask us, um, you know, to manage them all the time. Um, Adrian Lopez and I do have a small management company. Oh. We're only managing a couple of kids. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Cortez Macklin from Wild and Out. He's one of our clients. Oh, okay. He's Shout 21, out. though. He's not a kid. But yeah. we've got, a, you know, Cortez and, like, two other kids. Um, but, you know, Keenan thought about it at one point. We were talking about doing a management company. But that's so much responsibility. Yeah. And then we were like, okay, so why don't we just start inviting more management you know, managers out. Why don't we invite more agents out? Cause, because having our own agency or anything like that, you know, mm -hmm. it's just a little bit too much for us right now. So again, that's why we do it. So we can have other people connect mm -hmm. with people who can help them take their careers. Cause we can only do so much, Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and we're, we're okay with that, you know? Mm -hmm. So we try to extend the opportunity and the experience beyond us by placing the right people in the rooms with these comedians so that you can network with them. They can, sometimes they'll reach out to the comedians after, you know, mm -hmm. the show or during the show. So many people have gotten other experiences from it. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah. I know it's weird, right? Because even Robert, Robin Williams, when we told him a long time ago, he's like, so, so what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? Like, because like, okay, like, I mean, what, you know, because people also want to know, so like, where's the money? Because we all know mm. comedy shows, you're not yeah. making any money by putting on comedy shows right. and splitting the money with the comedy clubs. You know, right. it costs us much more to come to each city and put on the show. Right. Like that part probably pays for our dinner, you know, the, the show itself. Yeah. But, you know, people do ask that. And then, like I said, now Keenan is pretty much, you know, we started off kind of, you know, I was funding it. He was funding it. We were both kind of, you know, putting in, you know, doing our parts. And now he doesn't want me to spend a dime. He's like, well, for the last several years, he's like, okay, are you spending money like for real on this? Because I wouldn't even tell him 
some of the things I was doing. He thought it was all based on partnerships. When he found out that I was literally spending thousands and thousands of dollars out of my own pocket to do this, he was, he was kind of like, okay, you should have never been doing that. I thought you were kind of working this out easily, yeah. you know, or without spending so much money. So, of course, when he got involved, we started spending a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. So, hold on. So, so then what made you, I mean, because like you said, it couldn't have been profit motive. It wasn't. Right? It's so never been. So what is it that made you go, I'm going to take money out of my own pocket mm-hmm. for stand-up comedians to have a, plant, a platform and a launch pad, and that wasn't even your background? What made you care that much? I still don't understand. First of all, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's cool. I love to laugh. I love to meet people, and I love to travel. So I like I kind of get to do all the things that I want to do and I love to network. And I am still a realtor. Yeah. So I do, you know, I and if you notice on a lot of the flyers like pretty much all of the logos that are on the flyers except for maybe 3 of them mm-hmm. are my companies and yeah. my company's logos. So I get to and I and it, I do have a production company. And then like with our young stars 360, we didn't talk about the kids too. Anyone yeah, who's listening we talk that has about that. Kids who are funny, you might not even think that they could be comedians, but there have been kids that have never performed stand-up comedy ever, and they give it a shot on our stage, and next thing you know, they win, and they're them and their parents. With the kids, we fly the, the child plus one parent, take care of both of their round-trip flights, we put them all in, you know, put them all in hotel rooms. They stay at the W also. They go to SNL. They do a tour. They do a whole backstage tour. They meet everyone. They see the whole thing. The adults don't get that. The kids, because the kids can't come to the show. Yeah. So we do a pizza party with them. The 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 you know the um, cast comes back and welcomes them. They take a bunch of pictures. You know, we give them gift bags, and then of course they have their own show at Caroline's. And you know the kids show is amazing. The kids are. Let me tell you something. <laughs> and it's not just like kid funny, no. where it's like you at you at a child's recital, no, and they playing, and it's like, oh, that's nice. No, no, these kids are legitimately yes. funny. They're doing real comedy. They're doing real comedy. They have everyone from their peers to their grandparents cracking up. And they, them kids and them kids be doing some jokes. They do. Where you like, ooh, that's mighty grown. <laughs> I know. Yeah, look, sometimes they like we have now the kids show is a clean show. Yeah. And it they is do clean. have rules. Right. But there are some kids that we've had to say, hey, that's yeah. a little mature. I remember when I was yeah. in New York, I mean, some of the places that they went politically and oh, some of the yeah. other things they were doing, I'm like, these kids got some edge to them. Yeah. But you know, kids like we talked about earlier, kids nowadays, they come into the world ready. Yeah. And and by the age of two, they're watching YouTube, yeah. you know, and they're, they have their own little phones and iPads. And so, you know, you think about it. And a lot of it, times they understand and perceive a lot more than we the give we them credit even, for. Exactly. And you really see that in that experience. That, yes. I'm listening to these kids and I'm like, that is damned impressive. I mean, it's, it was just impressive. I know. Adults probably want to steal their jokes because yeah. they're so good. Some of these kids could write for some of these comedians they really I could. see. Adult and, comedians. And guess what? A lot of those kids are writing themselves. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. you hear some of them jokes and you like, somebody grown had to do that. <laughs> but no, these kids are coming up with their they own are. stuff. They are. They are. And so so we we started including the kids in 2000, 
17 also. And um, because I have the, the other side of our production company is Young Stars 360. Mm. And, and that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have 360 underscore comedy. And then we have Young Stars 360, mm -hmm. which is their kids version. Then we have Simply C360. Those are our handles on social media. But Young Stars 360... Um, we started that back in 2012 and we used to have showcases for like singers and dancers and uh, we would have fashion shows. So we were, we were offering platforms for kids, um, not even in the comedy industry because we didn't even think that existed. Mm. So I was doing those showcases, you know, not even with Keenan, not even with the ultimate comedy experience. We call it that take the stage worldwide. Mm. So we were doing these showcases in, in different cities and the same thing, uh, major labels were coming out, um, you know, pro music producers, video uh, producers, uh, talent agents, and kids were performing. Celebrities were coming to support them. And then um, I told Keenan, I said, you know, I bet there are some funny kids out here, and we should add some of these kids to the show. Yeah. And um, shout out to Fat Comedy too, Quincy bon Quincy Bonds and Aaron out of Atlanta, because mm -hmm. I I met Quincy Bonds who was doing Fat Kids Comedy, and he was teaching kids stand up and improv, and right. they were having showcases. Wow. So I said, Quincy, hey, I would like like to start doing some kids showcases with ours, you know, and. Um, maybe, you know, we can come together and do a show in Atlanta, but I knew we were going to do like LA and other cities. And he was like, yes, perfect. So he had a bunch of kids that were interested in comedy. We might've had like one or two other kids, but he probably had like eight of his own kids. And so we put together a show and it went over so well. And we took the first group of kids to New York. And after that, we started getting flooded with emails from parents and people. How do I get my kids into comedy? How do I do this? And we've met some other great ones like, um, like, um, uh, Walt Frazier, uh, in New York. He's, from the um, no, no, I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> he, like, no, I'm sorry. He's a, a comedy coach. In oh, okay. New York. Gotcha. Oh, no. Right. But I, you know what? That Walt Frazier is actually good friends with Adrian Lopez. So oh. shout out to Walt Frazier. We go to his place of all the course, time when we're in New York. Right. Well, shout out to them. Um, but no. And then, um, Joanne, um, oh gosh, don't get me Joanne. I cannot think of Joanne's last name. Oh gosh, but in in New York there are several other comedy coaches and comedy classes and in comedy theaters. Um Chicago has got a few of them now too. So like I said again, we're starting to get more and more kids that are learning that they can do stand-up comedy and they're starting to join our showcases. So if you know any funny kids, yeah. again, even if you know that they're not scared of the stage and an audience, you, if you're a comedian, We've got a few comedians who are actually training their kids. Oh, wow. And they, they, their kids have been performing on our stages. Oh, and they've wow. been doing very well. I don't want to shout them all out right now, mm -hmm. but they are doing very well. So, if you know, you just never know. So, for the people listening, then, the, the show in Charlotte this year is February 9th. February right? 9th. So, yep. that's next Sunday. Next Sunday. Yep. Next Sunday. So, for the people that are listening and they're like, yo, I want to come see this thing. Oh, God, what can they expect when they come out to one of these regional sites like Charlotte? Oh, my gosh. They can expect the best of the best. So I know, you know, when we go to the regional events and some of the comedians, you know, some people say, oh, you know, I've seen this person. I've seen. But you've never seen them all together on this one stage going for like four or five minutes only. They are bringing their best. Yeah. 
material to that stage. Mm-hmm. There, there is nonstop <laughs> laughter. And and this is why you say why one of the reasons I do it is because it's so fun. Funny. I yeah. love to watch it. No, sh- every show is super funny because again they're bringing their a game. You're seeing their best. You're seeing their best. You know I, I love the support. All the comedians support each other at the shows too. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Even though it is a competition, mm-hmm. everyone's supportive of of each other. Oh, yeah. um, the energy in the room is always amazing. You know they're gonna. You know if you come to one of the shows, you're gonna see a good show, but you're also gonna be in a room with a lot of you know influential people. Yeah. In the industry. Yeah. Um, and in the cities, you know, we've gotten politicians that have come and come out, news anchors. Uh, Sonny Halston from The View was just at our show in, in Brooklyn. Yeah, you know. It, it, I Joy mean, Reid was at the show Joy at Reed Caroline's. Joy Reid was at Caroline's. I, yeah, yes, I, I know. I know. And yeah. she's amazing. She loved it. Um, I, oh, gosh. I, see, I, when I start naming people, I feel bad because I can't <laughs> remember everyone. But, again, you know, there are some amazing people that come to the show. So it, it's a full experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, um, I, I just, you know, I think of my experience with it, and uh, I just remember that night here in Charlotte, uh, everybody was so good. Yeah. And you really, and I don't know whether this is a requirement, because we talked about the things y'all are looking for earlier, mm-hmm. but uh, the energy level. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I came out, I was talking to Brent Blakeney mm-hmm. the day before, because me mm-hmm. and Brent, I think, had worked together before that. We mm-hmm. had done some shows together and uh, I was asking him, you know, you wanted last year, what are some you know, advice you could give me? And he was like, come out and hit him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, because I, I don't know how many minutes it is. Uh, the set it's, is it's only four or five minutes. Four or five it minutes. It just depends on the city. Yeah. And, so you yeah. got it. You got it. He Usually said you got to come out and hit him mm-hmm. and don't let him up. Yep. And that's what I tried to do. Oh, you did. Oh, oh you, you did, Will. <laughs> I remember. Now, oh, I remember you said it at uh, Comedy Zone, and then you killed it at Caroline's too. It was. It was an amazing. Very deserving of the opportunity. I, I just um, and I remember talking with you mm-hmm. up in New York, mm-hmm. and we talked a few times. But one particular conversation we had, and you said, "Take this experience and use this." Yeah. This is. You know, don't just uh, don't just treat this as a thing you did. Mm-hmm. This is something that you carry with you, and it's almost like winning an MVP trophy. Mm-hmm. Like take it with you back to Charlotte, and build on that and everything else. And it was just an amazing experience for me. <laughs> I remember that conversation. Um, yeah, and I and I started, you know, I started using that, and my price went up. We talked about I that. I did, did I tell We you? talked about that, and my price Raise went up, rates. and I started headlining more clubs and getting more opportunities, and um, it was just, it, it was an amazing experience, and the one thing that it, one of the things that it did for me was, listen, before you go up there, and before you're on stage at a Caroline's, you don't know whether you belong. You don't, I mean, you, 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 you're confident, right. you believe, Right. But until you're up there in that environment with those people, with some of the best comedians from across the country, mm-hmm. getting on a stage together, it just does something for your confidence it has that to. To, to be up there and to be able to hang. And then, like you said, to have that experience. I mean, we went to SNL and then we went to the SNL after party mm-hmm. and you're sitting there with Keenan and you're meeting all these people and you're socializing and it's like, you know what, I, I fit in here. Mm-hmm. I fit in here. Because yeah. before that, I was here I was here in Charlotte. 
And it's like, I, you never know until you know. That's right. And when I went up there for the rest of my life, I'll know that. You know, going into every opportunity I have, it's just such a confidence booster. I love it. And it just, and it builds your frame of reference. It builds your frame of reference. So, you know, before you see all that, you're just imagining things like that. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. Uh, you just you can't even picture. I'm standing in there. I see Lauren Michaels over here. Keen is over here. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers is 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 a table away from me. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, I think it was uh, was it Emma Emma Thompson mm-hmm. was the act, and then this uh, this boy band. I don't know who these boys were. BTS. You don't know you who something. BTS is? I didn't know. I only one I knew was B2K. But these boys, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. These you boys, and, and then me and my wife sitting at home watching the Grammys, and we see them same boys performing with Lil Nas X and all them. Yes. And when I tell you them girls screamed like it was the Beatles in 1960, <laughs> Brian, I've never seen anything like it. So for those experiences, it just does something for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, for me, the only part that was difficult for me, though, was... After I finished every single thing Keenan did, people were like, So you gonna be on that? So whenever <laughs> bring the fun, you gonna be on that? You gonna be on SNL? What you gonna be on? And that's just like I, it, it doesn't quite work like that. Exactly. Uh, but but just to to take it with you and to take that accolade with you has done so much yeah. uh, for my comedy career. So I just so I just want to thank you again. Absolutely. For that. It, it just you know, thank it meant so much and did so much. Thank you for coming to the first event and being confident. Thank you for making us all laugh. You know, thank you for wanting this for yourself enough to go for it. And thank you for just being a pleasure to work with too. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think, like I said, I, I um I just enjoyed it so much and I appreciate it. And, and, and the other part we haven't talked about is all of the wisdom because we sat back at the, at the W. Oh yeah. And then we, and, and open, open tab, you're not paying for anything. Mm-hmm. So we, we're having drinks. We're talking. I mean, you're talking to Adrian. You're talking to Mary. Yeah. You're talking to yourself. And I was sitting there talking to you. You were like, no, you need to get over there and talk to Mary. That's what you need. Sure you did. need to go talk to Mary. I so, said everybody right, to Mary. You're going over there. Like, I'm the motivator. I'm yeah. going to get you fired up and inspired yeah. and all of that stuff. And then Mary's going to give you all the good stuff. Like yeah. And, the, and, and, the and, that, and that ABCs. Right. And that yeah. was the other part is it's not just all the things we just talked about. Because like I said, I remember sitting in the, in the dressing room room with Keenan mm-hmm. and getting oh, yeah. to pick his brain. Oh yeah. And picking his brain at the after party. Oh, yeah. and, and and one and I have to shout out Keenan again. I know we gotta go soon. We we yeah we gotta go soon. But uh-huh. I, I just want to say real quick, Keenan, two of the things that struck me about him. Number one, Keenan was so inviting and just such a sweet person. Mm-hmm. Right? He was so inviting and two, I could tell he was so tired. I know. He, you just could see how just that grind of the SNL and then not only because a lot of them finish the show, maybe go to the after party for a little bit, go home, go to sleep, whatever. Mm-hmm. Keenan is taking his time answering all our questions. He did. He's dedicated. Giving himself to us. And I could see that that brother was fatigued. Mm-hmm. So to see that he cares that much and he gives that much of himself. I know. Uh, just just means the world. And, and as know. a comedian, I think I told him when we were up there. You know, the week before that, I'm staying at a teeny hotel with a broken sink. I know. And then I'm at the W 
in Times Square. You've got to watch our recap video. We actually used that part no, of right. your testimonial. on. I've, I've got to show it to you. It's on YouTube. i got to see that. Yep. Because it really was. Like a couple weeks before that, I'm, I'm at this rinky-dink, broke sink, broke bed, <laughs> bugs. And I'm at the W two weeks later. Because of the experience that y'all had. And, you know, as comedians... I just know personally, because uh, my background is an attorney. I mean, that's my. my I know that's so cool. Yeah, that, that that's my. Um, you know, that's my traditional background. But as a comedian, you're not used to getting treated like that. I know. You know, a lot I of times know. you go to places, and people just don't have the respect for the talent. Right. You go to these places, they put you in a crappy hotel. Maybe they give you a discount on some food, mm. whatever. But to just be treated like royalty like that. That's important to it us. It just does so much. And it makes you value what you do. Yeah. You know, so just shouts out to you, the whole team, for coming up with this, giving people this opportunity. Everybody listening, February 9th, Sunday. Be there, February be there. 9th. Tell them who the host is. The host, well, the host, I don't know his last name. It was Nick. Yeah, Cosier. Kosir. Yeah. Now a lot of y'all have seen him on these viral dancing videos. Nick be getting his dance Fox on. Fox forty six Nick. Fox forty six Nick. Now Nick has had a Weather couple videos. Weatherman on Fox forty six. Yes. <laughs> and everybody, and a lot of people love Nick because he gets up and he does these dances, right? Yes. And they And like so, people people love it. It goes viral. Got millions uh, of followers. Yeah. Millions of followers. Uh, so so great to have him as a part of it. And the, the cool thing guy. is, as as I told you, remember Nick was one of our judges last year. Yeah. And it's so cool that he's coming back this year to host. Like, yes. and, and we have a video of him talking about how much fun he had last year. He's like, you know, people are like really having fun. So they're coming back, Legit. you know, celebrities, influencers. They're like, when is the next show? We want to come. You know, when are you going to be in our city? We want to come. It's it's becoming a thing. So it's so cool. And then y'all have a, a special guest headliner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian, you got to see this guy. Oh, Who is that? Awesome. I mean, this guy is, he's Will Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah, the Will Jacobs. The Will Jacobs. Yes. Yes. I will be there. It's not ringing yeah. a bell. I need <laughs> Did you see the flyer? How dope is that flyer? The flyer is fantastic. Yes. So dope. Uh, just, just, just like I said, every everything about it. And I'm so glad you reached out because I'm like, I, I just, you know, an, an opportunity to be a part of it all one more time and to encourage the next group of folks coming through. Yep. Uh, just y'all have created something very special. Thank you. And y you you are to be applauded and celebrated. And because this is so big, you just don't get opportunities like that as a stand-up comic. Yeah. So if you're lucky enough to, to be within the sound of our voice right now, if you're a fan of comedy, get out there and see this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you love comedy, you are going to love coming to our shows. And, and the, the tickets are always very reasonable. I think yeah. it's like $18. Yeah, it's like 18 so it's not even the, that much. Yeah. Right. So, so you know, you have that. And like I said, it's just... And the connections for the comedians listening is such an amazing opportunity. Uh, not Because you named all the things you get in the executives and the agents, but also you build relationships with Cherie, mm -hmm. Mary, mm -hmm. Adrian, like all these heavy hitters in entertainment, in this industry, mm -hmm. uh, and, and those are connections that, you know, I, I mean, I can text 
Sherry anytime for mm-hmm. advice or pick her brain about something or well, what's don't going tell on everybody next. that because I, I don't. Oh, well, everybody not everybody. Only no. well, oh, that's but, a good right. Point. A few of you can call and text me point. directly. And, all you know, of y'all don't be calling, right? Me. And Mary too. But, yeah, Mary yeah, but too. like you said, we we all try to offer opportunities even beyond this. If there's something that comes up, we will reach out. You know, yeah. and Mary does JFL showcases in Chicago every yeah. year, so she'll find you know have talent on this showcase and she'll invite them to do her you know just for laughs showcase. Yeah. So that's always cool oh my too. God. And just Adrian like, will have you, like just for laughs, shows. like yeah. It's like the damn Super Bowl. Like this I know. Is, these opportunities are amazing. They are. And, and that's why I wanted you to come. And I, and I really appreciate you coming and spending some time with you us. You know, it was cool because when you had invited me, I was like, I can jump on the road real quick and do a four. I just kind of needed some me time. So yeah. I just took a road trip and came and, you know, had family here to visit. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I said, let me just come in for a day. And I wanted to meet with you, of course, and do this. And I'm going to go over to the Comedy Zone tomorrow and, you know, just get everything set up. And then we'll be back next week for the big show. So y'all y'all get ready. Um, is, is there anything else you want people to know about or anything we didn't cover? Or- um, so going back to the Young Stars, mm-hmm. youngstars360.com is the website. The email address, if you have kids that that are interested in comedy or anything in the industry, info at youngstars360.com. Send us an email. We've got some big things coming up. We've got some workshops that we're going to be doing to help parents and managers to, um, you know, give them information, resources, and um, connections to help take those kids to the next level. So we're super excited about that. And some of the adults are probably going to try to get in on this too, because that's some information and resources they can use as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're really excited what we're doing for the kids and as well as uh, the adults. So, you know, I just tell everyone out there, you know, especially the comedians, I know every day is not funny. Every day is not happy, but kudos to all of you for turning every day into a funny day, for making us laugh sometimes when we want to cry, for, you know, for bringing the sunshine, you know, keep doing that, you guys. Wow. Well, that's, um, I I, I mean, just from New York and everywhere, I could talk to you for hours, okay? But y'all have a schedule and, (laughs) uh, you know, we got to get going. Uh, So, Brian, anything else? I think I I got... uh, um, I gotta believe we've covered it. Having seen the show, it's a great night of comedy. You know, like I said, I'm mean, it's inexpensive. You get to see some guy named Will Jacobs. I'm not familiar <laughs> myself, but he's everything. Uh, yeah, but uh, it'll be a great night. So February 9th, head out to the comedy yeah. zone. Yes. So and then uh, you you gave out the information. Um, so much continued success with this. Thank you. Um, Thanks, Will. Thanks, Brian. And Brian, thank you because you filmed our show back in 2018. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And I will I will see you February 9th. Yes. Uh, safe travels back home. And again, thank you so much. And much continued success with all of your endeavors. With with because you. you mentioned the production company, the the, the managerial stuff you're doing. Uh, everything you're doing, you you deserve it all, and and, and we appreciate it, and we appreciate your time today. So thank I appreciate you, appreciate you too. Thank you. Yes, indeed. We will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye bye. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.